welcome, my chingus, to episode 102 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Barry Good, Blackpink, XOCBX, Hyorin, Junie, Kate, Loco, Mamamoo, Taeyeon, Tiara, and The Stray. Steven with me in this really, really busy two weeks is my co-host Josh. Hello. Now this week in K-pop is a K-pop discussion podcast that covers I did that same mistake, I think, in the last podcast. I think so too. And it made the same sound. I think you did. All right. Well, I didn't copy and paste that. I am just an idiot. This this podcast covers the last two weeks of K-pop music video releases. And each episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song of the episode. And you can find more episodes on iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, or any other podcasting platform. And the video version can slowly be found on our YouTube channel. Just search for This Week in K-Pop. It'll trickle down. It'll get there. It'll get there. Reagan economics. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, you probably won't learn any economics on this show. No. But you will discover a lot of music because this episode, despite it being probably the busiest two weeks in a good long time. Yeah, we've got a lot, a lot of big names. We got a lot of big names, but we also got a lot of small names. Yes, um, so correct. Most of the songs we're going to talk about, like more than half of them, I think, have less than like seven thousand views. Yeah, I want to say yeah, uh, for sure, at least less than ten thousand. Yeah, so right. I think we went through maybe fifty to sixty music videos just right. in the last two weeks. I don't know why the K-pop companies all decided like end of october november is going to be like, the this big, is the time. time yeah but last episode we had a whole bunch of names. Yeah, a whole bunch of big names this time we got a whole bunch of big names but unlike last episode this episode we weren't such a huge fan of a lot of the big names yes and we're gonna add a little news section at the end where we talk about the big name uh, groups that we didn't necessarily like but we get a lot of people messaging us on right on twitter or uh, Instagram, Instagram DMs. That's yeah. like, hey, you didn't talk about like BTS's Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Like, what'd you think about it? And so we're gonna put a little quick right. lightning. We used to have a section called Lightning. What was it? Lightning. Section? Lightning round. I think. Lightning round. Call it Lightning round. Yeah, where I wouldn't put in the music into the episode. We would just talk about it for a tiny bit. Yeah, it, they would. Usually, they were like either big names or songs that we like liked, but we didn't have any much, in very much to say about them. Yeah. Besides that, we liked them. You know. And uh, we're gonna do that again. So. Hey. Let's start this episode with Josh because he beat me again a rock paper scissors so we got to yep. choose first. Yep. And Josh, you started with a big name, you start with a small name. Uh, I would say this is a fairly big name but not one of the biggest of this episode obviously. Um but it's a pretty big name still. So it's Hyorin featuring Jay Park with her song One Step. You know, th- this is going to be total inside baseball but I want to mention anyways. Inside baseball. So like uh cuz I edited the podcast, right? And in the probably the last two or three months, maybe six months ago, I would literally just upload it. Right? I would like mess with the sound a little bit. I would like right. compress it. I would normalize whatever. But I would just kind of upload it. In the last two or three months, I've been like going through and individually getting rid of like ums and buts and a little a little, a little bit more like the words we say a lot. Just kind of as filler. Yeah, as filler words. 
And it was just funny because you just said all four, all four of, of them those. right in a row. It was like, obviously, but um, so like, there yeah. it is. And I was like, yeah. I, I made me chuckle inside because He's, you're getting rid of all of those. Yeah, you don't really notice. <laughs> I, I don't even notice it. Like, I say a lot of likes and I say a lot of like, and I, and right. I don't want to. Um, it's because I think, okay, this is kind of a tangent, but us as. We're starting strong, guys. Yeah, us as podcasters in general or just people who kind of like talk. A lot. I feel when we have like really long breaks or just when we're not saying things and we're trying to gather our thoughts, it sounds really awkward in our mind. Like even though it's only for like one second, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. So it's just like instead of being <gasps> and then saying what you want to say, you just be like, oh, yeah, you know, obviously. Oh, yeah. And then your yeah, brain's yeah. working, you know, your, your mouth is. It's on autopilot. Yeah, your mouth a is on autopilot. Than your yeah, brain is. Exactly. But you know what, Josh? Why don't you introduce the song again? And I'm actually going to insert the song right after this. Okay. The song we're going to talk about is Hyorin featuring Jay Park with her song One Step. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. So this song is produced by an interesting name. He's someone we don't know. We didn't really find very much information about them. We found information. We but just we were not sure. sure guy. Yeah, we weren't sure if that was true. But this is produced by someone called Janie Shella. Janie Skella. Janie Sheel Shella. Like this, this, this name really sounds like you know sometimes on The Simpsons, like Bart would make. All these like mm. prank phone calls. He's like, "Yeah, could I talk to JD Skella, please?" And yeah. Bo's like, "Is there a JD Skella in here?" Like this name sounds like one of Bart's kind of practical jokes. It's but also a name where there's like, no, I don't know if it's girl, I don't know if it's guy, I don't know what race I don't know, this person yeah, I don't is. Know ethnicity. But when you put it in Google, I think it's like a Middle Easterny kind of guy shows up with a ponytail that has produced music before, right? And we were trying to figure out whether or not he's produced any K-pop related things, but we couldn't. This guy has produced some weird, like really broad ranging stuff, though. Yeah. 
But anyway, so this is by someone named Janie Skella. Yeah. And it's, as you just heard, an R&B duet, slow jam type song, which is right. a type of song that both of us love. Yeah, we really, really love, actually. And uh, yeah, tell me, Josh, why did you pick this song? So I think for Stephen and I, songs like this are really good on the first listen, especially if it's Hyorin, because Hyorin we like more for R&B style. It's kind of more poppy style that she does sometimes. And she's done like solo work before, obviously. But I think the real kind of star of the show is Jay Park. He comes in like during the second verse with some smooth ass honey vocals to get the panties dropping. And it works. I mean, this is like kind of a, a baby making slow jam kind of song. And Horn's voice really suits it really well. She has kind of a raspy, airier voice that kind of the way she sings it, I think it's really hard to emulate for a lot of people because it, it really sounds like it's about to break at any moment, you know? Right. I think it's important to mention that Jay Park has these nice vocals because in the last episode, we were just talking about how Jay Park has been really relying on this like auto-tune Jay Park sound that he's been turning on for the last like five or six songs. And this song made me remember like, oh, right, Jay, Jay Park can sing and he can sing yeah, pretty he can, well. Yeah, he can lay it on, you know, like... I think Jay Park, as of recently, he's done more of kind of the EDM or poppy singing. So it's it's kind of generic more Jay Park. And this is kind of like the Jay Park that we really, really, really like because it's not so poppy, but more R&B and a little bit more smooth, you know? Yeah. And unlike the Huron song we talked about last time uh, with Dookie, uh, the song is called Love Like This. And also the other Huron song she released, what I think should be the main quote-unquote song, which is yeah. called Paradise. Yeah. Like, both of those songs, Hyorin is, like, speaking kind of a lot faster and a lot a lot less Hyorin. Yeah, less less singing, more talky. Yeah, and this song, One Step, is much more what I like about Hyorin's voice. More paced. She's, she's kind of, you know, filling out, like, all the little crevices. It's really hard to explain. But when you hear Paradise or Love Like This... It's like her mouth is kind of running and she's not really taking a breath to, to kind of get a powerful kind of note out. But it's yeah. just more speed talking. And in this one, she's actually like it's slower singing, singing. Yeah, it lets her like the the uniqueness of her voice kind of shine because yeah. although sometimes like her voice is so airy in this song, sometimes I'm just like waiting for it to crack, you know? Yes. It, but especially, it never does. especially this song. Especially this song. Like, Hyorin, normally she has kind of like a very raspier voice. Right. And I think that's like kind of her charm. But this song especially, it's kind of like, oh, it's super airy. And, and I do kind of wish at sometimes she kind of switched it up between super airy and yeah. more kind of belty sounds. But, I mean, that's kind of nitpicking. But it is really interesting, actually, because of the Hyorin single songs that we've heard, even going back to her first album, she sings a lot of different types of songs. That's right. Right? Like, Paradise is really different than One Step, which is right, right. different than Love Like This, which is very different from the Brave Sound produced songs right. in her first album. Like, you know, One Way Love and You Don't Know Love, I think. is but One Way Love is definitely one of the titles. I, don't, yeah, I actually yeah. don't remember the other one. Yeah. Those songs are more of like a mm, mm kind of songs, right? And these a little songs more powerfully. Are a little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's really nice to see that she's kind of stepping all over kind of the R&B gradient right yeah where it's not just one thing but I, but I think for the most part i think she's 
she's doing like these kind of different styles, but still singing in her own flavor, if that makes sense. Mm. Right. Like it's it's very distinct that it's Hyorin, but she is singing like different styles of song is right. what I kind of want to say, which I think is like a really good thing, you know. But the uh, one of the problems with this song, and actually one of the problems with almost all of the songs of this episode, is that despite this song being really good, it, it's not a particularly catchy song. Right. It doesn't get stuck in your head, really. It is a great sit when you're right. sitting there enjoying it. But it's not a song, whereas I think we were so excited about very, 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 and TT right. last episode because we we're like, this is the K-pop, right? This is like this is K-pop. in your head corny like it's, infectious it's it's stuck you know like kind of a, a, a catchy like you you just don't want to be singing it but you just are singing it right yeah and I, this episode is definitely missing that kind of the opposite of that if yeah. i have to say anything like all of these songs that were well not all of them but majority of the songs that we're going to talk about steven and i when we first heard it we were like oh this is going to be a good song but i think the thing that's lacking is kind of a lasting yeah lasting enjoyment of them you know i think this is you know maybe you're new to this podcast this is your first one or second one or third one this what we've probably what done 20 episodes this year so far you know 20 give or take 25 i don't almost give or take and like we're talking about main episodes right? yeah yeah, not not after shows most like two this is 2016 right this is such a good example of 2016 which is like yeah decent r&b songs no lasting value not that much lasting value yeah yeah but anyways uh, the last thing I do want to talk about is is the music video mm-hmm. because while it's not super innovative or crazy or whatever, it was oddly unsettling to me actually because ninety five percent of the music video is just Hyorin, like a close up of Hyorin's face, and she's looking directly into the camera. And despite both of us loving Sistar, loving Hyorin for what years and years and years now, I think this is the longest I've ever actually. Just like looked at her, her. Yeah. just like looked at her con- consistently. But the funny thing is, I think her last or her last solo kind of work, I think was his first, but her first solo kind of album and music videos and stuff, it was kind of shot in this way too. Like it was just kind of Hyorin just messing around and doing a whole bunch of things in one of the music videos I remember distinctly. But this one, if it really felt more face shoddy. Right. Because you know? I think the one you're talking about is the one where she's like, She's kind of like New walking York? around. He's like London or, some, or New York, yeah. some some city. Yeah. This is just like. Just it, her in a room. She's staring directly at the camera. And it's just, I've never looked at her face so much that she didn't look like what I thought she looked like. Yeah. Like there were times where we were, but we were both talking about it where it like, it looked like it's like a Hyorin cosplayer or a Hyorin yeah. doppelganger. Like it just someone, didn't seem like Hyorin. So addressing like Hyorin and just mouthing the words. Yeah. But I think the really funny thing is, is that this music video kind of has this weird filter on at all times. Just like it really reminds me of that one primary song with Choa. Uh, I think it's called Don't Don't yeah, Be Shy. One. Yeah, yeah, Don't Be, be Shy. Shy. It's kind of shot in that like VHS kind of filtery, grainy kind of old school like video cassette style. And I'm not a huge fan of that because, I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to, I don't think it was VHS. I think it was like, it was weird. It looked like, filtered and like, like, it's definitely using a, a weird filter, but more like a kind of club, like, uh, it's like, like purple light, like a purple filter. And yeah, like, maybe, a, maybe, maybe, but not like creepy. Well, VHS I mean, oh yeah, don't be, don't be, yeah, don't be shy. That was really creepy. That was like, 
those times where you like see a ghost and you're like watch yeah, this VHS paranormal yeah, activity yeah. kind of yeah. Anyways, uh, let's move on to my pick of the episode. All right, right. And it is another duo, another R&B type duo. While you know Hyorin's name and you know Jake Park's name, you probably will not know these people's name. And that is The Stray featuring Chris with their song, Deep. <laughs> you're like Allie. Yeah, unless you're Allie B. Twix, who <laughs> runs EssentialKpop.com. Right. You probably don't know. You probably don't know. Well, actually, there are, there are 3,000 people in this world that know because this music video is like 3,000 views. Or, or maybe it's not 3,000. Maybe a few people watched it a few times, right? So at That's least true. maybe 2,000 people. We were at least five of these Five of these votes, right? So oh. just saying. Anyway, so The Stray is this duo. We couldn't find that much information about no. them because they're so indie. They're, they're kind of like a band, but I wouldn't really classify them as a band because it's it's like one singer, right? And then it's like a drummer. Right. So like the drummer, I mean, could be just the producer, right? Right, right. But you actually see him drumming. He's like drumming on like an electric kit, um, but he is actually drumming as opposed to like hitting a little button, right? Chris, I have no idea who Chris is. But we know she's a female. But we know she's a female. Right. And we don't know where from. We don't know where from, but she's pr- pretty damn good. Pretty sure she's a Korean, also. I have no idea. <laughs> like her, I like her no voice idea. really reminds me of like a hoodie, it or does. something similar to that. Like she could be a rapper as well. Like who knows? Yeah, I think it really complements his voice very well. Right. So I picked this song because it was a song actually we almost skipped. Yeah. Because we were going through so many songs, we were getting very impatient because it was like bad song after bad boy group right, song right. after bad boy group song after bad indie song. We were just like, eh. And then for some reason, we stayed on this. And it's just the guy's voice. I don't know what it is. It it just feels very full to me. It doesn't rely on autotune like a lot of the R&B songs recently have used. Right. Like Locos, which we'll talk about later. Jay Park, 
ready, you know, like yeah, some of those some of those guys who are more rappers than singers and they kind of need a little bit of help, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like this, there's no rapping. Like this dude is a singer. Straight singer. But he's he he can sing in multiple styles. And, and very like kind of back and forth, like switching yeah. them very frequently. It's just really good. I, I don't know what it is. It, it doesn't go on for too long because after you get through the stray singer's part, right. whatever that dude's name is, Chris comes in and her part is her voice also fits the song very well, much like Hoodie uh, does a great job of fitting into a lot of the songs she's in. And then they're kind of together a little bit at the not, end, not, but not, not that much. Not much, yeah. Not as much as we usually like. Yeah, I definitely wish it, it was way more. Uh, just like I definitely wish, we didn't mention it, but Hyorin and Jay Park also right. sang together more because it really sounds like they recorded it totally separately. Yes. And then they got layered together, which yeah. we don't really like usually. Yeah. But to be fair, Steven and I, I think we we kind of gravitate more to songs that have a lot of interplay and a lot of back and forth. And this song, like Hyorin's song, it doesn't have a ton of that, but this song definitely has more of the little kind of harmonization. Yeah. But the thing that I really like about the song the most, and I think what kind of drew us to the song to stay for a little bit longer, is that when the guy is singing, when the girl is singing, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of vocal layering in the production. Yeah. Uh, singers usually who have like not very full voices or like not very strong voices, they'll kind of layer their voice like maybe, you know, three times, four times, just singing like, you know, high notes or certain parts that are kind of like, you know, hard to sing. Like Jay Park, did, uh, a, a, yeah. a, a person who did it, does it a lot. I'm trying to look up his name is Jero. Jero, Jero does yes. it. Uh, we talked about him in the another Dookie song a while uh, ago. When we were listening to this song, we kind of like listened to the beginning and we're like, okay, it's not much. And we skipped it a little bit. And we kind of have this, I don't know, kind of rule that we want to listen to the chorus, right? Because the chorus is supposed to be the catchiest part of the song. And when we were going to try to find the chorus, we skipped to this point where he was singing and it was so kind of captivating and it didn't have any layering in it. And we we're like, okay, let's, you know, let's listen to the song a little bit more. And we just listened to the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh man, his song's good. Oh, he hits falsetto. Yeah. And it was like, all right, maybe it'll get boring. Oh, Chris comes in. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was a girl. Wow, this yeah. girl's pretty damn good. Yeah. And it, it just was great. Yeah. Um, also, what's great is like the drummer has a lot of these like drum fills, right. you know, like do 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 kind of things, and it's it's an electronic kit. It's not a right, right. you know, it's not it's a not an actual drum, drum kit, kit, but it adds that kind of boopity boop flavor that I uh, that I also like. Some catchiness, some extra catchiness. I yeah. think. Well, I, it's not catchy. It's just it's not like boopity boops like brave sound boopity boops. boops. Right, right. It's just. It it adds a little bit of flavor in the back without overpowering the rest of the song. Yeah, I agree. And I, I like it a lot. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just a good song. And I think you should go listen to it. If you've obviously I'm pretty sure you've never heard of them before because there's only three thousand views on their YouTube thing. But they have a whole they have a whole album out. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna go listen to it once this is done. Yeah. So uh you should listen to The Stray. Um, yeah. Now speaking of strays. <laughs> Um, a lot of our listeners gravitate towards us because they don't have any other K-pop friends to talk to. So we're kind of like the people that uh, shout around them and they can't directly actually answer, right? We're the hub. Yeah. There are 40 amazing people that have answered our call uh, by helping us on Patreon.com. They've donated some of their money every single month to help us buy things. And I've bought a lot of things. Some I haven't even some used things. yet. I bought a $700 wireless mic that we were going to use. 
And for some reason, that never ended up happening, Josh. Yeah, it never did. Partially our faults. Yeah. Partially, I don't know what happened to Jason. He he had to leave. He had to leave yeah. Korea. Oh, yeah. It's Saturday, right? So he left. Yeah, he He's left gone. already. Yeah. Which is a shame because I, I really didn't want to talk to him because right. he, he seems to have such a very interesting past. And, and sadly, you'll yeah. never see him. We're going to figure out something else to do. I really want to do this one thing that Josh really doesn't want to do. <sighs> I'm um, worried. But I really want to do it. Anyways. Yeah. I want to. I've done such a shitty job of reading people's names. Let's go. I'm going to read all 40 people. Let's go. That have helped donate money to us. Here we go. All right. So Let's do it. In no particular order, because the ordering is a little strange. But you will hear some of the names that, that pop up a lot. Those are the people that have donated quite a lot of money. All right. Uh, we're going to go Makai. Yes. That's right, right? Yeah, she she told she told us how to say her name. I always think I'm saying Kai. it wrong. Uh, as Josh knows very clearly, I'm really bad at spelling, which yeah. is a, a related to like pronunciation because I'm just yeah. like in my mind it just doesn't work. And it's Makai T, yep. Lauren C, right. Emma L, Rachel W, Joanne J, Derek M, Justin B D, Ben P, Rick U, the Moose Jesus, the Moose Jesus. Kenrod123, Rachel H, Mike N, Margaret, Chris C, Aaron H, John L, Stephanie S, Layla L, Ben C, Ben C, sorry, Josh P, Stacy A, Becca V, Marika H, Jordan XNM, Elena W, Kelvin Chan, by the way, is is my old co-host Kelvin Chan? Kelvin, oh. Uh, Kyra B, Savan B, HJ twenty five, Mara, Luana H, Charlene G, Michael H, KCO T T. Actually, I never know what to do when it's like uh, when it's like hyphenated. hyphen like that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, Christina C, Min. Tyler, J.H., Eris, Kelsey I., Jose G., and Crystal R. Thank you. It's a lot of names, but thank you very much. Ow! <laughs> I thought you were going to do it with me. I, I didn't know you were going to go there. I wasn't ready. Oh, you weren't ready? I wasn't Dude, ready. Anytime you hear thank you very much. Ow! Thank you, man. Thank you. You almost left me hanging. Um, if you guys want to help us, yeah, uh, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash this week in K-pop like these 40 amazing people help donate some money. If you don't want to sign up for a weekly or sorry, a monthly kind of subscription thing, uh, you can always donate directly at paypal.me slash this week in K-pop. Fuck me. There are some names for that. I didn't look up, but we'll probably talk about them on the next podcast. Darn it. I'm sorry, PayPal people. I'm sorry. Um, I'll get you guys. next. No time. worry. We, we got you. Uh, Thank you very much, all those people that helped us out. Josh. Moving on. So, to continue along with the... See, I was thinking, I didn't want to put all those crazy filler words in there and put extra work for you. So, it was processing. It's processing, all right? You're right. Don't overthink it. Yeah, I'm not going to overthink it. So, continuing on with our indie kind of list here, we have this, this dude. His name is Johnny. With his song, I'm Good. Uh, 
It's all gone from my head. All the memories blown off in the bed. It's hard to pretend. I just wish we had when the fights went bad. On and all the truth's gonna end. 지난 날들 보면 내가 무엇을 하고 있지? 내가 원했던 것만 들어주면서 맞추며 맞췄으니까. 사랑하는 말조차도 안 했으니. Man, I said what I could. Listen up, I got one more thing. Say what he got so. 이젠 괜찮아. 얼마 못갈걸 알았으니 난 당당해. 시간 지났어. 널 원망한다면 내가 이 곡을 수분 있진 않겠지, 그치? 널 사랑하지 않아, 않아. 난 이제 바빠, 바빠. 아무도 나못 원해, 나 온걸. now johnny we 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 went really down in the rabbit hole to find information about this guy but apparently he's a korean canadian person uh he's probably born in canada we don't really know for sure but he's a singer rapper songwriter and he kind of sings more pop r&b songs this song is kind of like a we broke up and uh, I'm doing fine without you now. And I, I just think it's really, really catchy. Well, not really, really catchy, but it's catchy. And it's a good R&B song. Kind of like the theme that we're going for this week, right? Yeah, it's a very pop R&B song. Right. Very happy sounding song, which which I enjoy. He does rap and sing, but the singing is definitely, definitely. better than the rapping. Definitely better. So in the first kind of minute, you kind of need to get through some of the. It's not terrible rapping. It, it's kind of strange though. Like he's not a, an amazing, amazing singer, but his singing is better than his rapping. Yeah, yeah, and and I actually think for what seems like a very indie dude, right? Like maybe making these beats at his home or whatever. Like the production value is actually not bad. Yeah, pretty high production for an indie guy. I mean, his YouTube video only has like five hundred fifty views on it. So yeah. Now his last music video before that. Not so great. Not great. But he got some drone work in there, you know. Yeah. But he definitely hired like a real photographer or, or maybe video, he, or video maybe he upped his game, right? Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> definitely hired someone. Fire toast crunch. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's one of those songs where like very similarly to our love of like brand new music type songs where it's just yeah like, that's a good comparison. You know, it's not like funny, rappy like Sonny would do, and it's not. But it's kind of thought provoking like Verbal Gent would do, but more happy. It's just more happy. More happy. Not very poppy. Rap. Yeah, and his voice, I mean, I think matches the song uh, pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I'd hope so because he he wrote the song. I'm guessing that's true. Right. Uh, the backing track though is is very simple. It doesn't really right. overpower things, which is good. Um, there's really not much else to say, I guess, yeah, yeah. about that. And I, and I think like the mixing levels for this song was, was also very good. Because yeah. the production, if you listen to the backing track, there's a lot of things that are going on, even though it's simple. It's kind of hard to explain. But the kind of melody itself and the beat is very simple, but he fills it with a lot of kind of production effects. But those effects at times can like, you know, overpower a song or kind of drown out the vocals in like, you know, very popular EDM songs. Sometimes that happens, right? The vocals are kind of a, a after afterthought, right? Like they're the, the side dish. But this song, like his voice, is very much the main dish, and like 
the accents and the effects are more of to enhance, I guess, the catchiness of the song. I phased out a little bit in that. Yeah. I don't. You I were catch. talking a long time, man. Sorry, man. So you picked a dude with 544 views. Yo. I picked the exact opposite. What did you pick? I picked not one, not two, but three dudes. They are the new subunit of XO, XO CBX, with their brand new song, Hey Mama. closet you don't know i'm in clean out my closet nope i mean maybe uh, if i heard it maybe you, you're just not <laughs> no actually i don't think I do. he sings in an exact way but i mean speaking of rap rappers that try to sing sometimes right like I yeah one of those <laughs> every time eminem, eminem sings it's always a joke to me like even though yeah. like because he has his like joke stuff and his serious stuff anyways that's a tangent yeah that's a tangent but we're we're Quality tangents on this quality. show. Quality. Uh, so what a tangent is just right. XO CBX, a billion views, way more than five hundred forty-four. Now this song is produced by a guy named Shin Hyuk, yes. uh, who's a Korean dude. I never really knew his name, but in looking him up, apparently he's made EXO's one of EXO's most famous songs, "Growl." He also did Chinese Dream Girl, and he also worked a lot with Vix and Teen Top, among and then some other randos. Yeah, so like he's pretty active in the K-pop scene and producing and and songwriting, composing all that stuff. Yes, and maybe we should know his name more because he apparently works more with boy groups, right? Yeah, so he's definitely a boy group dude. Uh, now this is EXO subunit of Chen, Baekhyun, and Shumin, and CBX, CBX, um, and this song, I, I think it's 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 a pretty good song. Yeah, it it does sound though like EXO as a group could have just totally sang it. Yeah, and and that's kind of true with a lot of subunits though, right? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Like unless you want to change the styling of the song totally, yeah. like there was a seventeen subunit song which was like way more rappy. Yeah. Um, although and I, it, I, I, high like high four twenty, like obviously yeah, totally different. High four twenty was was pretty different, but arguable, arguably. This is also different because EXO doesn't usually sing this straight mm. up pop stuff. It's it's more like upbeat. Like if you think kind of like Love Me Right, but like another step up in terms of pop. Yeah. 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 And, and Love Me Right was already kind of on the far edges of 
pop that EXO would do, right? Like yeah. they're usually doing the more like self serious. Yeah. It's got a little tinge of like s- uh, some booty. But this is like no booty. This is like no. pure pippity pop. I, I enjoy I Again, it doesn't really have that much lasting value to me. It's, it's a very pop song with no super catchiness to it is the problem. Yeah. Like the Hey Mama part is okay, but I can rem- sing to it when I hear the song. I cannot remember it right now how that part goes. Josh, Hey Mama. No, I've got no manoma in my head. It's like, hey, mama, see the... No. See, we did <laughs> fuck up. And, and I knew we were going to fuck... I knew... Because you you did this to yeah. us. I, I told you not both to. both of us. We were like... I was like, I... In setting up, we were just... I was picking a song to just listen to randomly. Usually, we, we listed the songs on our list so we can remember them better. Yeah. But, Steven, what did you do? Well, I was like, I'm just going to pick very, very, very... Just because I, I love that song. And it totally, that song is so ingrained in my it head like right now. It brain wiped us. It like brain fucked us. And we just cannot remember like most of these songs. Yeah. And, that, and that's the problem. Like what we've been talking about this whole episode yeah. is that these songs on first listen, not bad. Yeah. Pretty good. Most of them. But there are other songs that are just kind of like, get the fuck out your head. Yeah. I'm going to put this in there instead. Yeah. This episode yeah. doesn't have too many of those. Yeah. Um, they also have another song called The One. But that one is more of a joke song, though, it feels like. Well, the music video is definitely like a joke. It looks like a really shittily made parody of yeah. a K-pop video. I don't think the song's that jokey, but the song was like a nothing. It's Literally like, nothing. It's kind of like sing, rap, talking for most of it, I think. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Although the rapping in this, to be honest, I don't know anything about EXO. Like, who's a rapper and who's not a rapper? But I thought the rapping wasn't bad. Like, I think Baekhyun does it one verse and Shuman, Shuman does, does one also, verse or yeah. something like that. And it's not like they're not they're not loco. Granted, he doesn't actually rap that much in, in, in his song. song. Like, he's, he's not, not like... They're not like... I don't know, B-Y or B-Y, anything. Yeah. yeah. But for K-pop rappers, like, and I don't know if Baekhyun and, and Shuman are the rappers. I don't think they no, are. Chan Yolo is the rapper, I think, in EXO, the main rapper. I'm not sure who the secondary rapper is, though. Yeah, me, me, but these guys, I think, are not the main rappers. Yeah, they do. I'm just trying to say that they do they a do decent job. job, decent job. And the music video, like, it's the most generic outline of a video, but mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of money being spent. The colors are really bright and yeah, and super unlike the last like four EXO videos, where yeah. it's all dark and self serious and like, uh, this is like like silhouettes and, and things like that. But it's not too. It's not like that NCT Cotton Candy one, whatever that song was called, where it's like so like bright, it's kitty. Yeah. yeah. Like this is just bright, but they don't look too pretty. Right. There was the, like the, a boy who looked at. Yeah. The lighting like, is they good. They were just too pretty and it was too right, weird. Right. I think it was, uh, it might have been v- the new one, Victin. I, think I don't think it was Viction. Oh, no. Viction? Yeah. It was the second Viction song. Second Viction song, right? Yeah. As Steven was mentioning earlier, like this song felt like it could have been sung by the whole parts of EXO, except for it's more poppy. Do you see the dance in the music video uh, for a good amount? And it's not really something to write home about, but they like put in like six other backup dancers. And in my mind, if you're going to use six up, six backup dancers, you might as well just put all EXO in there. Yeah, but they are probably busy I mean, doing yeah. other things. Being like, EXO. That's like one of those things where like, like I think a good example is um, AOA... 
Uh, cream. Cream. Right. Like in their music video, it's just them three dancing, and it's it seems kind of empty. empty. Yeah. So I, I get three is a bad number. Yeah, I get why they put in backup dancers. They kind of fill space. Yeah. And of course, you throw them on clothes that like it's like total opposite, right, of the main people, so that you can tell. But yeah, at least we saw the dance. Like That's at true. least it wasn't like a, in a dark strobe light, like random angles. Like it was like you actually see the dance for you know a third of the music video, and that's not yeah, that bad. That's not bad. Yeah, nothing yeah. to home about, but they definitely could have done worse. Yeah. Speaking of sp- filling space, though, the next song that I want to talk about is definitely filling space in this podcast, and that song is Loco featuring Crush. The song is called Still. Like we were talking about songs that you initially like and then it kind of fades over time. This song was actually from like last week. And when it first came out, I was like, oh, I really like it. It's, you know, this chill R&B song is really up my alley. And then I kept listening to it and I kept listening to it. And now I'm just like, okay, I'm done listening to it now. Mm. Yeah. But it's produced by this guy or group or girl named Woogie. Um, don't really know what they do. Uh, this song is more kind of more for local fans. Like the lyrics kind of talk about him, even though he like does all these shows and whatever, and he sees like their smiling faces. Like he can't see them again, but like they'll remain with him. Like they'll still be with him. That kind of thing. And as far as like fan songs, right? Every group has like that anniversary song, which is like a super throwaway right. song. This is not a throwaway song per se. Yeah, but there's parts of this song that. He's addressing his fans, and there's parts where it could be just like a more a love, more lovey kind of love song, where he's just talking about like, oh, like I won't see you smiling again, but your memories will stay with me, kind of a deal. But right, yeah, it's very chill. Crushes in it, but he doesn't really do much. Loco sort of raps. He like sing raps through the whole thing with auto tune. Yeah, it's 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 it is what it is. And then you're like, oh, well, crushes in it. He's gonna come in and he's gonna crush it up yeah. right and he just kind of sings in the same way that loco sang with autotune and that's a little bit a little bit kind of monotone and he um, comes in like way late he comes in like Taeyeon in, in his in own his, in crushes yeah own. like in the fucking fourth down 
right? 20 seconds left to play. When, when it's already like, you know, the game's done. What are you doing here? Yeah. You know, song's done. Go home. Like I, I would never have reached Crush Part, but Josh was enjoying the song, so we had to keep listening. Yeah. Um, this is probably the the song I like the least out of all the songs we're going to talk about. Maybe. Even even including the songs of Lightning Round. Wow. Okay. I just think like. It's very boring. Yeah. Like I, yeah. It's not only boring, but it's mon- like there's nothing catchy remote. Even because the, sometimes these boring songs have at least either a, a good backing track uh. or a catchy chorus that you that you need to reach. And I, I didn't think the song really mm. got got it. And Crush did the most generic Crush thing possible. He didn't really Came add in. Anything. He was like, Crush, 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 yeah. Crush. But so, uh, if you like this, R&B, yeah. you know. This song for Steven, no good. But Steven, what's your next song? Kind of fucked up my transition. But Sorry. Yeah. Do so, you do your transition? I'll say it again. So that's the last song I thought was no good. But this next song I thought was very good. That's, that's essentially what I, I set you up for. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah. I have to say the first part, or it's not as corny to say the second part. Maybe, maybe that's why I was trying to, You're trying to help you out, make it make cor- make it a le- little bit less corny. But what no, 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 is no. I wanted to be corny? <laughs> What's your song, Stephen? So this song is by a girl group called Barry Good, and the song is "Don't Believe." No matter what you say, please don't say that. I can't forgive you. I'm not loving you anymore. We need to be Shocked me, total shock. But apparently, this group has been around since 2014. So they're yeah, we thought they were like a rookie group, but they're not. Yeah, I thought maybe they came out last year. Yeah, um, but 2014. I mean, that's two, that's two like and a half, two years almost ago. three years. Yeah, that's crazy to me. But they've gone through lineup changes. You know, they lost three of their original members, and then they got three new ones a couple years ago, and then they just recently got another new person. So and we don't know, like, any if we didn't know them before we especially don't know them now yeah and their last song was called angel which i do remember watching but it was like the definition of generic innocent song like generic boring girl group song 
and not and not innocent in like the kind of way that G friend is kind of like fresh and innocent. It's more of like a like a Victorian stuffy like I'm you know like a J pop kind of yeah. Innocent. That's a good way to describe yeah. it. And so this concept is totally different than that. It's a lot sexier, but not in the stellar sexier, right? But yeah. more of in a four minute kind of way is sexy if you if I maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Not not new, new, new four minute. Not like Yeah. Not weird four minute. Not like barrel hat four minute, right? Uh, um they're just wearing like a lot more recent trending kind of outfits. Showing a little uh, more the skin. The song is much more recent trending. Like it's it's got a heavy EDM flavor, which is very common now in the last couple of months. And you know, like Jay Parks tried it. You know, Barry Goods tried it. We'll talk later about Blackpink also has tried it. Mm-hmm. And I think of all the EDM type songs, I found that this one is one of the better ones when it comes to that EDM oh. drop. I don't think the rest of the song is particularly amazing or great or awesome. Not you know, it's no major laser, right? It's no right. chain smokers or whatever. But of the K-pop recent EDM songs, I think the drop, whatever you call that, that little section after the chorus where the EDM takes over, I think it's be- better. I think it's better than BTS's uh, mm. "Blood Sweat Tears." I think it's better. I mean, better as a when, I mean, it's a better example of a more traditional kind of EDM song where yeah. it just lets the the backing track kind of fly. So, so, so you're talking more about the part where there's no vocals and it's yeah. like right after kind of like the big oh part, right? Right. Like there's, it's not a huge drop, right? But I we couldn't really figure out what to call it because we're not right. huge, huge, huge fans of EDM. Yeah, like we like, and also like we kind of know terminology for songs in general, but not necessarily EDM songs, like. You know, there's like, you know, intro, right. verse, like pre-chorus, a chorus, a bridge, outro, breakdown. Like, we don't really know what to call it. I guess we would call it an EDM breakdown. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, I, I do think, because I was having a hard time choosing between Barry Good and Tiara Song. and Which was which was really strange. We, we normally don't like Tiara Songs in general. But yeah. Well, we'll talk about Tiara a little bit more yeah. in the lightning round later. But this song... S- has this kind of sound i don't know what it is i'll probably not enjoy it in like six weeks which is the concept for this episode yeah but i just i don't know what it is i just kind of enjoy this song like it it wasn't brave sound at all but it had this some kind of it got you initially it got you initially yeah Yeah. something had me Uh, and i mean that's why i picked it yeah i mean the concept though is is really strange uh in general though like when you look at it because if you you told me this group is the same group that did angel i'd be like okay that's not true because right. in angel you know you have this very instant concept and this one they're, they're getting a little bit more edgy showing a little bit more skin right they got like these really 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 short shirt short shorts and this kind of like almost backless shirts with like this yeah. weird ribbon in it and the I mean, ribbon weird I was trying to look it up, but not remotely as weird as that. The what's that one group with the ribbons tied Yo, around, oh. tied around their necks? Like oh, the song was actually wasn't that bad. I was trying to look it up, but oh, I know exactly what you're Obelis. talking about. Obelis, Obelis, yeah, yeah. We the a, I mean, with AOA, like, the like tied like, around the necks. Yeah, it's that weird. Those are like the size of their bodies. They're huge. Like, like this bigger than was the not heads. as big, but they have the little like leg tassels, Tass- like thigh tassels. Things not sexy. It was just this weird mishmash of like, yeah. If they didn't have 
the tassels and the ribbon, it would act. We were talking about like, oh, like they actually look pretty quite, good. Yeah. But then Showing some something. They're something. adding some weird shit. I was like, mm. I guess, yeah. I mean, we remember it though. We remember it's it true. though. I mean, that's the point. But if you know Barry, if this is the direction that Barry Good wants to go, I we didn't. I didn't actually say who produced it by some dude named Natsun. Natsun, which Natsun. is like kind of like stranger. An EJ show. I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah, but never heard of them in my life. You know, maybe you should check this out. Maybe you gave up on Barry Good a long time ago. Like we, I, I definitely, if I weren't making a podcast, I would definitely not be listening to Barry Good anymore. No, no. But I thought this one was a uh, not not. Dare you say? Speaking of not bad, <laughs> it's been a long ass time since I mentioned iTunes reviews, but we're gonna return to this. Hey. Partially because we haven't gotten any iTunes reviews in quite a while. Yeah. But in the last couple months, in the downtime, we got two. two. And the first one is by someone called Kpopper21, who says, Stephen is very, very vulgar. I do enjoy Josh's input, but no thank. Stephen ruins it. One star. <laughs> actually, I think it's half Should a star. It, I think it's half a star. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't write no thanks? They wrote no thank? They wrote no thank. Huh. Interesting. But I think this person left us many negative reviews. This is actually before. the second review. Yeah. She actually wrote Maybe another third. one. Maybe third. This uh, is, it's the second one. It's the second, right? And the first one was also the exact. It was like half star. I hate these guys. Like, like they're very vulgar and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, I totally fine. You can leave. Why are you still listening? Hey, she's warm enough to me, though. You're right. She, she, did, she, she enjoys my input. She enjoys my input. Thanks. And I just ruined it with my vulgarness. Thanks. Thank. It's thank. No oh. thank. Thank. Josh, how about you read the second one? Okay, so uh, this name is kind of hard to say. Uh, I want to say it's Delcy Karina. Uh, hmm. She says, uh, keep up the awesome work, guys. This podcast is the best thing I've discovered. And since my K-pop friends are limited to zero in my life, I really enjoy listening to you guys. And feel I'm in an actual conversation with people who understand me. Also, great idea about adding the after show. I really enjoy when the conversation goes off topic and it's just you two talking about life in Korea. Lots of love and support from San Diego, California. Yes. And this hey. was titled, you know, Congratulations on 100 Episodes. Yeah. So I do want to thank you, Del Sicarina. Yeah. And I, and I lived in San Diego for six years of my life. So I, I'm really kind of interested about where you're from in San Diego. And I I visited San Diego because uh-huh. my cousins live there. Uh-huh. So I, uh-huh. Actually, I don't even know if it was technically San Diego. It was like a suburb of San Diego or yeah. shit. I don't know. I'm sorry, vulgar. I do want to remind you guys, it's been a long time since we've gotten a lot of rev- iTunes reviews. It's the easiest way to help us out uh, because there are, you know, Doesn't K-pop podcasts come and go. All right. Some very quickly, some very recently ha- have ended their run or began their run. And I want to destroy them with how many iTunes? Destroy reviews. them. Like we're already destroying them, which makes sense because we've been around for quite a long time. Oh, but I want to years. epically destroy them. Like I want to have 200 reviews, uh, or sorry, 200 ratings when they have 10. And right now they have 10, and we have like 100 and something. So I really want to get to 200. Destroy. I really want to destroy all these other podcasts. And I really like Del Delsa Carinas. <laughs> Because that's what most of the reviews are like. Like we hear this all the time, which is like, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, which is people don't have anyone else to talk to. And that's how they found us, you know? Yeah. And we love all of you guys. And we talk to you guys on Slack and and Twitter and Instagram and sometimes. And and you know what? You know, I extra like Steven, like especially in Slack or sometimes in these reviews, 
is that sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm from here and here, or I'm from, I'm from so-and-so, or I, I do this and this. And it's just so interesting to like find out things about like our listeners. Like, you know, we were just talking on Slack the other day, and I just found out that a lot of our, our like kind of main kind of active, you know, messengers on Slack, a lot of them actually are very, very musically trained. And I was I was very very surprised. I used very very a lot. No 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 Thank you. And it's also surprising always how different our listeners' tastes are. Right. Because you would think that if they didn't agree with us that much, they would probably turn us off a long time ago. But that one of our you know channels is like top ten, and it's always we you know we mentioned in our top ten episode at the end of the year just how different everybody's tastes are and that's really great yeah like sometimes like not a single song will be you know sometimes steven and i will have a lot of songs that actually overlap but like yeah. sometimes we'll just have no songs overlapping with a lot of our listeners i mean it is one of our greatest not regrets but the 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 biggest problem that i right that we have in our podcast is that we just don't have we're too similar is what i'm trying to say right there's not like enough we diversity need a third, yeah we need a third person that likes boy groups because there were so many fucking boy groups in the last two weeks, and we listened to all of them and just you just couldn't get just behind can't them. Can't get behind any of them. Like yeah. they're just so bad, and I just don't understand. I mean, and sometimes not even bad, just just really so generic. Like they could be they could be done from one group to another, and arguably you could say that about a lot of girl groups. But but we've had this discussion. I really yeah. think it's biases aside. I really think boy groups do it way more generic like i think yeah. their songs are way more generic and i think their concepts are way 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 more generic and I, actually i think the huge thing that separates it for for you and i is that the catchiness yeah there's there's a lot more pop catchiness in girl group songs than there is in boy group songs and that's just i will i will i will argue that point to death yeah no me too yeah. so like for example there was i'm gonna read some of the boy groups that came with us astro dip viction 17 subunit, BAP, B2B, Top Dog, Bastards, Boys 24, Yellow Unit, Vix, another Bastards, like, and none of them like even stood scratch. out to me, even yeah. remotely stood out. And we, we've talked about some mad songs, you know? Some mad songs this week. Well, not bad songs, but just yeah. songs that we both agree have no lasting value. And that's a shame. Like, I really yeah. wish... You know, we we could have found that one person, and we do have friends that like, like K-pop, yeah. sort of that are, that happen to be girls. Yeah, there are two two or three people that come to mind. Yeah, but they're just not really made for podcasting. And, and Sorry, Vita. It's it's more of like a they, unlike Steven and I, they just like what they like, and they don't listen to a whole bunch of things. Well, like, I wouldn't either if it wasn't for the podcast specifically. Maybe, maybe. I think you're probably the best at just listening to just everything. Things, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but if I wasn't doing this podcast of those 60 music videos, hell no, I wouldn't even remotely want to listen to 55 of them. Very true. But for the podcast, I do it for y'all. We do it for y'all. And sometimes you have just a lot of choices, like Audible. You have There's over 180,000... <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's actually been quite a long time since we've had somebody um, sign up for Audible Trial. Yeah. 
And we we did get it. We were talking to someone on Instagram saying like it was like fucking up or something. Yeah, someone sent us a DM on Instagram and they were saying they were trying to sign up for Audible. We still haven't figured out the problem. So maybe it's been so long since anyone signed up. They were like, they "This like must be a dead it. link now." Know. But anyways, <laughs> you can go to audibletrial.com/cwik for a free audiobook and thirty day trial. It would help us out. I hope it works. Let's move on. So the next song we're going to talk about is by another indie artist. Uh, her name is Kate, and the song is. I don't want to go. Continues with our trend of more indie songs. The YouTube video has only 7,000 views. We've never ever heard of this artist before. It's really kind of a shame because she has such a unique kind of voice that it's, it's kind of hard to find in K-pop these days. The way I would describe it is it, it, it has a lot of like fullness and it resonates very well, but it's also very airy and raspy um, at times. So she kind of has a lot of flavor in her voice. She can do a lot of things with it, right? Yeah. It sounds like this song is also very funky. It's got piano, it's got a bass guitar, it's kind of got that funkiness that we mentioned a lot in the last right. you know year or so. And and the song sounds like something Mama Moo might do. It's not exactly what Mama Moo would do, but, but it, it has that kind of old timey sound. A more retro Motownish kind of R and B sound that Steven and I really like. Yeah. And this song is something that we we do like but like we said with a lot of the other songs like we like listening to it from initially but this song doesn't really have too much catchiness to it she repeats the phrase i don't want to go a lot and that in itself is catchy but just not, not enough not, not enough not enough for us it's an know? amazing coffee shop song though yeah like 100 like if you're in a coffee shop this this song should be oh, put in your sure. playlist for sure like if you hear the song just kind of walking on the street or you know, as Steven said, in a coffee shop, you'll. I think you would be like, "Oh, who who sings this song?" And you'll want to look it up, but you put it on your playlist, and you'll probably stop listening to it a week later. Yeah, and then you're like, "Who is this, Kate?" 
Kate. Lair. Who's Kate? Lair. So again, you picked a tiny indie artist, 7,000 yes. views. I went the opposite. What did you pick, Steven? I picked a little known girl group named Blackpink in your area with their new song, Playing With Fire. Stay is more of an acoustic kind of song. And this song, produced by Teddy, of course. We had a Teddy after show kind of producer spotlight uh, this past after show. And you were giving me the stink eye because I was just editing that recently. Because uh, I was like, I haven't heard these Blackpink songs yet. Like, are they good or not? And Josh was like, um, I don't want to say. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah. Because um, I had heard them because these songs came out last week. Yeah. And I had heard them when they came out, and I was like, oh. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, not his best work, no, no, Teddy. Okay. No. <laughs> Anyways, the reason I picked this song is not necessarily because I liked it. But, okay. But. Okay. Well, I'll let Josh do it. A lot of songs are mushroom songs, right, Josh? Where yeah, you don't re- really like them yeah. at first. And they grow on and you. And they grow on you. Like a fungus. And some songs are a reverse mushroom song. Now, which was which one is that for you for this? So a reverse mushroom song is pretty much every song we've talked about until this point. Where initially it's like really good, but then it starts dying down and doesn't have a lot of lasting kind of, mm-hmm. you know, elements to it. So did you think this was also a reverse mushroom song? Like, did you like it in the beginning? I, I, th- I think this is a better case of a mushroom song rather than a reverse mushroom song. Because when I first heard it, I was really, really turned off to it. Mm. But the more I listening, I listened to it, it it's, it's it's starting to get not bad at this point. Okay. Yeah, same same with me, too. Because I, when, when I first heard this, I mean, you were here, right? The listeners were not. But I was like, hey, hey, Black what, pink what, in what, your what? area. What? Is, what? What, is, what? Then we heard it again and yeah. again and again and again. And yeah. every time I heard it, it Less got bad. a little better. Less bad. And that was a very common sentiment from our slide chingers, too. A lot of them were like, I really didn't like it at first. And then three days later, it's like, oh, shit, guys. Stuck like, in my head. I'm kind of enjoying that. Yeah. 
and I can see where they're coming from for the, from yeah. that. This is also much like um, Very Goods. It's a very EDM heavy song. Yes. And, you know, if you listen to the after show, we talked about how Teddy, who worked primarily with 21, brought that 21 sound to Blackpink, with, right, with Whistle and Boom Ya. And I do think both of these songs are not that 21 soundy as a whole. I think some of the rapping is very 21 style. style but I think as a song, I don't really hear 21 singing this song, yeah. which I think is a plus. Yeah. I think this song especially, it like it really doesn't seem like a 21 song, but Stay could be a 21 song unless I'm, I can't mm. really remember what it sounds. But I, I really feel that 21 could sing something like Stay, maybe not like full acoustic, but maybe a slower kind of song. Right. But this, but this song definitely hard for me to see 21 singing it. Right, because it is so EDM, like new newsy kind of influence. Yeah, like like Twenty One does some songs like that are more dancey and upbeat, but not in this style. Yeah, and usually their slower songs are more ballady rather than acoustic with rap in it. Right. right. Um, so this song, like you know, I mentioned like the breakdown or whatever the fuck you want to call it in the Barry Good song or any song, any Chainsmokers song or whatever, whatever, whatever. That should be the best part of the song. Like, if you're going to be an EDM influence song, that should be the best part. That also goes for Jay Park's Me Like Ya, right? It should be the best. And none of those Korean, Korean songs have really gotten that right, gotten that correct. And this is still another one of those songs where I just don't think they got it correct. Mm. The, the thing that makes... Again, I don't listen to that much EDM other than the big poppy dudes, right? Right. So the more, more popular ones, right? Right. So the, the the things that make major laser songs stick out and Chainsmoker songs stick out is is a number one a vocal that feels full, and then once the vocal goes away, the backing track is like has a melody line in it. It has yeah. it's not just noise, it's not just EDM. Yeah, it has a very distinct melody line, and it's the melody line that you're banging your head to and you're humming later on. Right. And this song just doesn't have that. Like, it has an okay-ish one. Kind of like the Barry Good one has an okay-ish one. But I don't know. I I hesitate to say this song is better than the Barry Good song. I actually think they're very similar in quality mm. of like, eh. Granted, this one's got like 15 million views and the other one, one has, has not as not much, right? Maybe not even a million, right? Probably half a million. Yeah. If that. Like it, it is such a letdown. I think to me, like, because whistle will be one of my favorite songs in 2016. Like whistle, I think is a very, very good extension of YG sound. Mm. I can argue against myself a little bit because we also do knock them for like we we we're, we're saying like we want something right. different, we want something different, and then when they do something different, it's like Ugh. yeah. I'm not saying go back to the old song. I think making an EDM style song would be great. Keep doing this. Keep doing new things. I just wish the song was better. I'm going to use a word that starts fights usually between Steven and I, and I'm going to play devil's advocate. So I think I'm going to premise this. Uh, I I think Pete Barham uh, whistle amazing song. So we heard, we heard the acoustic version of that song and it was, it's not as good. And the reason I think that is because the bass in the original song is so drowning and kind of dirty that we really, really love the song. I think more than kind of the bass kind of skeleton of for EDM songs, I think the melody, like you were saying, is more important. And I think why these Korean producers and 
and these groups they have such trouble creating such a like a banger EDM influenced song is because they don't have that same uh, EDM melody, but they are kind of copying the EDM kind of bass or like the effects. I don't know how true that is, but I, I I think that is a theory that I'm I'm starting to believe a little bit more the more I listen to more K-pop influenced EDM songs. So so what are you devil's advocate? Is it, oh so I'm saying because I'm saying like Pete Barron is or whistle is a is a good song, but what makes that song good is not the EDM part of it, or or this what makes this song not okay. Hold on, hold on. Well, I, I, no, the thing is, I totally understand what you're saying. Right, but right. usually, devil's advocate is like, I don't believe this, but I can believe what that other people think. We whistle sucks, and this yeah. is the best song in the world. Yeah, the, you're just okay. kind of so I'm saying like, why. but a lot of people will disagree with us saying that the the bass part is the best part of whistle a lot of people like whistle acoustic so okay maybe maybe you, they're onto something EDM wise. first hour round. but i'm okay, confused i don't think devil's advocate you're just saying you're you're backing up the theory as to why korean producers aren't really doing the edm correctly yeah right? but i but i'm not 100 percent sure if that's true or not right, right yeah yeah i thought you're gonna be like devil's advocate like I can understand why people really like playing with fire. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's usually what Devil Asks. Th- that's for. that's what I was trying to come around to. Like like whistle playing with fire kind of has more flavor. I guess we'll call it more like new school flavor. I think that flavor comes from the second person in this producing kind of thing. And we I don't know if we mentioned that, but it's produced by Teddy and this guy named RT also. And I think the EDM part comes from Artie. Teddy was the main kind of guy in in Whistle. I mean, I don't know. No, yeah. Whistle also had the that Rebecca or Becca Boom or whatever. Becca Boom, yeah. I just think because I don't really care what everyone else thinks, right? That EDM, if you're going to go in general, this is not a Blackpink thing. This is just a general Korean thing because you know we're going to get way more EDM influence songs. Very like true. It, it, it's only a trickle now. It's going to be fucking gangbusters in the yeah, next. Korea, six, Korea is starting to catch months. on. Like. K-pop has always been behind American pop, right? Sometimes years behind, right? Even hip-hop now, which is huge, is still very, very behind American hip-hop, right? EDM is so recent in the lexicon of, like, or, you know, in the last two or three years, right? Like industry. It's so, like, like, there's no way in hell Blackpink makes, or any group makes an EDM song, and I'm not immediately comparing it to what's popular right now in america yeah right? you can't right? like because they're not the forerunners of this style right right but th- that's my problem is like it, they're trying to catch up so fast but the quality is just so not as good that like because like other like exos cbx i'm like oh, okay that's comparative to like backstreet boys from uh, 10 years ago it's like right. there's no song currently in the american market i can relate to exo right you know I would draw this comparison to like Marvel movies and DC movies, right? Like Marvel movies, they've they've taken the time to like cultivate this trend in, in movies and it's like gangbusters, right? It's really popular. And DC is just really trying to catch up to that. And the quality is just not as good, right? So in, in your analogy, America is Marvel and Korea is DC, is that what you're yeah. trying to say? <laughs> okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. I mean, I am wearing a Spider-Man and Venom shirt. I'm not, you know... 
Mark you know what bo- also boggles my mind on Tangent City? What? Just how many people think DC movies are good? Like I see it on the internet all the time, and it fucking rages me. Where they're like, "Man, like yeah. Suicide Squad wasn't bad," and I'm like, "It it was fucking terrible." They're like, After- "Batman vs Superman wasn't bad." I'm like. What's wrong with this? So Steven and I watched Suicide Squad together, and after we finished, we were just so angry. So we were just like, <laughs> just like it, pacing, like, what do you think, right. Steven? <laughs> and Steven's like, no, I'm, I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> uh, that was such a bad But it's not like, it's fine. It's when people believe such opposite things of me that I, it, I, just, it, I just can't make sense right. of it. You know, don't want to go crazy political, but like most recent election results... I have that same exact feeling where I'm just like, I just don't understand what the fuck is happening. You know, like I just, I just, yes. It just, yes. Anyways, I don't know where, we, why we let's, got into that. Let's move on to our lightning not, round, which yeah. has a tentative name of big names, no games, which are big name groups and songs that we, we normally wouldn't did. even talk about. Yeah. But just in case someone asks us, hey, what'd you think about that big name song? We'd be like, yo, big name, but the song had no game. And the first song on this list is by Taeyeon with their brand new song, 1111. Right. And the reason I didn't pick this song was because, like, it should have been a station song. And I mean that by means of a quality description. It's completely, it's not bad, but it's forgettable. It's. Nothing special. It's not one of those Taeyeon songs. It's not like I, right? It's not like she's she's uh. not really she's not really doing anything like super special with her voice. It and it's really really acoustic, and you can't really get too much behind it. It's not a bad song. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad song in my mind, but I also don't necessarily enjoy it. But I do have to say, like, just like was it Y or I? It does have a feeling of a very Western pop song rather than a Korean pop song in my mind. Yeah, I'm, I would bet if we looked up who produced it, it would be like what people or European Some people? European guy, right? Um, I mean, it's very possible. SM I, does that. I still think it just it was just like, eh. I was surprised it wasn't a station song and that it was in a legit Taeyeon because her solo songs have been pretty interesting, right? The right. ones with Dean was pretty interesting. Never figured out how she got the ketchup and the mustard, though. Why? Why does she? Why does she do that to that guy? And in this music video, there's a scene where they're eating dinner, I guess. And but she flips out. No, no. And what, what she throws she on eating, the table? Josh? What is she eating? She's eating pancakes. She's eating pancakes with like vegetables, vegetables and some other thing. Who does that? Are pancakes just easier to? Are more? More of an impact to throw on the ground, like oh, we didn't actually just, see the everybody food likes go pancakes, on the ground. Like, and who eats pancakes? Like, what? yeah, you can eat breakfast whenever you want, but you would you would eat breakfast. You wouldn't put pancakes with like chicken and like. Oh, I would eat pancakes like, with chicken. Well, I don't. Okay, chicken that. is not the right. I I, mean, I don't mean like good like like. Uh, what am I? You, you don't chicken eat, you don't, and uh, waffles, right? Where it's like sweet and it's like fried chicken. I'm talking right. about like you're not gonna eat like you know pancakes and like spaghetti. Right. Oh, that's true. That's weird. But I mean, like pancakes and like greens and yeah, like pancakes and like steamed broccoli. Corn, no. right? You're like, no, no, no. That's weird. Like like, like pancakes and you know just a a, a vegetable medley. Yeah, no, you're not that's gonna do that. strange. And that's what they're for some reason eating. And I, and I do have to say, acting in this music video really bad. Tan, really bad. Yeah, it's very it's very awkward. Also, maybe it this will sound mean. 
because I'm a horrible person, but I didn't think it was shot very well. I think the color gradient they used didn't make Taeyeon look very good. It, it, re- it looked really dark and kind of like... Faded out. Faded, yeah. That's a good word. Which is weird because in the other Taeyeon videos, it's like bright and colorful and Taeyeon looks great and amazing. And it's like, hot damn, this girl is a mini girl, but she cute as fuck. And this one, I was just like... Eh. It, it just like what we were talking about with Hyorin, like... In this Taeon video, we were like, is this Taeon? This is so like cosplayed as Taeon, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. The next big name, no game song is by another girl group, which we did previously mention. Yes. Tiara's Tiamo. Tiamo? Tiamo. Yeah. Spanish? Uh, I don't know. I want to say Italian. Italian. It's it's one of those, you know, romantic. Me gustas tu? Like romantic languages, like yeah, romantic. Is that the one? I'm, is that yeah. the one I'm thinking of? Like Italian, French, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. So Tiara, as we do mention in the Double Psychic podcast, where Tiara, we just never really liked. We we fully understand that it's on famous ass famous song. Yeah, never our style. And last year they came out with a brave sound song, which was a totally different sound for them. I <laughs> like that song. I think it's called So Good. Yeah, I think uh, something good. Yeah. And this song is a double psychic song, which I didn't know at the time. I had to look it up because it doesn't exactly sound like a double psychic song. But right. it's like a slow, ballady double psychic song. And it's also not a Tiara style song that I would that I, that I would expect from them. Not bad. It's not a bad song. Not bad. Not good. Not bad. I definitely would have loved to hear a Brave Sound version of this song as opposed to a double psychic version of the song. Mm. Because... This song is kind of catchy at times, but it's also kind of plodding and you're waiting for the, the yeah, you're waiting for the catchy parts, yeah. right? You're just kind of like, you know, watching your watch and you're like, yeah. oh, when is it going to get to the part I like? And mm. speaking of girls that look totally different. Yo. What's her name? G- 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 uh, the never ever girl. Gian. Gian. That girl looks fucking. She she has some surgery. Surgery. Uh, like who are you and and why do you look uglier than before? Oh goddamn! It's true though. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I'll I'll give I'll give you a nice, nice, nice. Are you nice? No, right. you lost it. So you let's go it. on. Let's finish it up. Last song in big names, no games is Mama. Mama, Mama, Moo. Who would have thought in our Who would have thought Mama Moo would ever be in no games, big names? What the fuck are we calling this? The big no game names. <laughs> <laughs> Get confused. Uh, but Mama Moo, they had a new song called. Actually, I don't even know how the fuck to say this. Decalcomeni. Yeah, this is actually like a Conglish w- word, but it's not obviously English. I think it might be French. Yeah, but, it sounds Frenchy. But I've but I've heard someone Decalcomeni. use this. In, in not this song. Right. Like, And I was like, what the fuck is this word? And they're like, oh, it's a Conglish word. And I was like, oh. obviously it's not English. What does it mean? Kong-ench word? I don't know. I don't you know. Never, you never, that dude yeah. was like, I'm never even going to fucking Because I didn't, I didn't know how to spell it. Like, I was like, dick, say it, dick, kumani? I mean, he couldn't just fucking explain it to you. You understand Korean. No, I saw it on, I saw it on a TV. Oh, you saw it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking to a dude. No, no, no. And then he, I was like, yo, what's that mean? He's like, no. I just passed by and I was like, oh, yeah, no. oh, forget it. Not abort. Anyways, this is a song that it's like, we're always right. We're always like, Mama Moo, give us R&B, R&B, R&B. And then they gave us this like, so Mama Moo, 
If you don't know, if you've never watched any single variety show with Mamamoo, yeah, down now they are the goofiest fucking group of girls in the world. And we love them for we being love it. so goofy. You can see that in some of their music videos, right? Yeah. You can see that in in their last album, right? There's like two or three songs that are like funny and jokey and like they don't yeah. take them so seriously. I forgot what that we song is called. We love them, Mama Moon. It's like, we're, we're, what's the height one, right? There's a song oh, about yeah. the height one, right? Ten uh, centimeters. What, yeah, one centimeter. One ce- yeah. Sorry. One centimeter difference or one centimeter pride or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this song, they went in the total opposite direction and they were like, super serious. They're super serious and trying to act we're super, super sexy. Guys. It ate and I don't think it worked well. Because th- there there are many Mamamoo parts where like, damn, they look pretty good. I did not once think that in this music. Video. No. Like, I thought they were trying every, every, way too hard. Yeah, everything about it was just way too try hardy. And it would be fine if the song was good, but the song was like, it was worse than New York to it's, me. It's a crappy pop song is what it is. It's it's not a yeah. good, but not in a, not a happy pop song, but like a kind of a, a really, really, really shitty like Adelaide style pop song. Yeah. They have great voices, but they don't have Adelaide voices, right? right. Like their voices, I don't think match this type of song and right. good googly moogly the rap. Like we Two. get it. But Moonbyo is Moonbyo, there. We get that you're a, an okay rapper. I don't even want to say you're good at it. I'm no, sorry, you no. ruined it. You've you've dropped the ball so many times. It's like no. it doesn't match the song at all. It it actively puts a, the brakes on the song and is like Moonbyo rapping in this weird like goofy like part right, and then not once but twice. She does it twice. It's like. Think about, Think about it, it twice. twice. And also, Don't like, this it. is not the first instant of a Moonbyo rap, like, just toy right. chopping a song in half. Like, we, I thought in New York, which she had three, by the way. Three. I thought that was choppy. Not even close. This one was way worse. This one was on the levels of that one CF song that was just like. But see, that song, the other 80% of that song was amazing. Good. It was good. That is not true in this song. This song. Terrible. And also the music video had a lot of controversy too. That's true. There um if you didn't watch the first upload of it, and you can still find like the first, I think, upload because we I missed it. Yeah. Josh actually didn't even notice the first time. I I saw it, but it was kind of the song was just so bad, I was like really not paying attention to the music video. Right. And uh I'm so I guess to recap, it's like it's one of those music videos where it's four girls, there's one guy, there's white guy. And they're trying to kind of playing hard to get throughout the whole video and then near the end. They do this like fake kiss, like the white guy and every member of Mamamoo. Right. And so, and they have these everyone, weird sexual. Yeah, every girl, the other three imagery. girls go first. Solar's last. But while the other three girls kind of like go in for the kiss and the guy goes in for the kiss and they do kind of a dramatic kiss, Solar, Solar like she gets sexually assaulted. Yeah, 100%. Like, she's there. We're both in the elevator. He, like, turns the kiss and she's pushing him away and he grabs her and, like, shoves her into a corner and she's still kind of pushing away and and motioning stop and and then he goes for the kiss and it's like... Yeah. And when I paid more attention to it, it really just... Ew. It just... Ew. I don't like... mm. Right. And... It's not good. Yes... As a person who watched a lot of Korean dramas, yes, that still happens in Korean dramas. But it doesn't make it all right. It doesn't make it better. And it makes it a little worse when it's a white guy doing it. Sorry, bro. I mean. Because that benefit of the doubt of like, this is just Korea, right? It just 
does, it's not there when it's a white dude doing it. I don't, I don't necessarily agree. But I, okay, okay. Like, okay. when I see it in Korea dramas, I'm like, yo, this is fucked up. But this happens all the time. Like, Korea's fucking Korea, right? But okay. But if I saw that in like CSI, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, mm, okay, I, I kind of get what you're getting at, but because like if a in a K drama when a dude grabs a a woman's thing, like right. you're kind of like, eh. But that's the thing that happens. Yeah, we, you, like, we, we see that in it. public all the time. Yeah, right? we notice that and we're like, yo. But if that happened, if there was like a white person grabbing a, a Korean girl, yo, I, you I would be like, like, you would be like, yo, this is be, this is a little worse. I don't, no? if, I don't know if it'd be worse. I mean, it's just it's just as bad for me, at least. I don't know. I understand. What you're, I think technically it's the same amount of bad, right? Yeah. But there's this inherent forgiveness that I do that is probably maybe I'm crazy. Oh, I, 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 okay. I, I think I get what you're getting after. Like when Koreans kind of do it, it's just like, okay, that's Korean society and I'm an outsider. Yeah. Like I, I can't really be commenting on that because that's Korean society, even though it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. It's not really necessarily my place because, you know, I don't understand Korean culture or like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But when it's like a white guy, you're just like, yo, that guy is just like me. He a foreigner too. Yeah. Yo. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like that's not ingrained in your culture of being mm. okay. You know, like yeah, both of them not okay. But I, I okay, I, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of get what you're, I kind of get what you're saying it, when it's a non-Korean. I don't want to say it's a white person. It's just a non-Korean, right? It just feels a little bit in my in my body. See, see, for me, I'm the opposite. Like when I see really? like a Western guy like Manhattan, I'm like, yo, there's a lot of like shitty Western dudes who would do that here, you know, who are not good dudes. Not good dudes. That's like the reverse. That's just because you have such low standards on the not foreigners good fucking here dudes. that um, you have no like respect for them. Yeah, and I think that's just like when I see a Korean person do it, I'm just like, yo, you you know, you know, you've seen this in media, and like, you know, so I'm like the opposite. I'm like, I respect. It, it kind of sounds like I respect non-Koreans <laughs> more, and I expect more from non-Koreans, right? I expect less from non-Koreans. At least non-Koreans living in Korea. Well, one of us racist, or we both racist. I don't know. Like you got, Steven, you I don't respect this guy. Yeah. Um, but that's it for big names, no games. No games. I didn't like the name at first, but now that we've said it it's, a couple it's, times. It's, it's grown on me, man. It. It's a mushroom there. Yeah. And mm. uh, that'll be it for episode 102. Yeah. A very staple 2016 type episode. Yeah. A lot of good indie songs that we hope you guys can add up to the view counts a little bit. And tell us, guys, what you think about, I mean, Blackpink. In your Tiara. area. Tell us what you think about Mama. Maybe you love that song. I doubt it. I doubt it. There's always going to be people that loved it. That's true. Um, and yeah, so at the very end, I do want to give a special shout out. I always forget this. But I want to give a shout out to EssentialKpop.com. Because now that I think about it, since Essential K-pop started, I don't even know how long it's been. Maybe has it been a, a year? year? I don't even know. Maybe a year since all these people have been helping us out, Tons uploading people, uh, yeah. links and stuff. Like I, I have not gone all K-pop or Soupy or any of those. I haven't had to in, so in a year because I haven't had to. I'm so like, happy. If I want to know what music videos came out, all without bullshit, without random ass stuff, all sorted nicely. EssentialKpop.com is the best. You are our eyes and you are our hands. Yeah, and I want to do Just a better job of, of getting more visitors there Just because I, I really think it deserves. I really I think, think yeah. I mean, it's I know clean. people like drama. I know it's that. Clean. And I love drama. I love 
drama. I don't like stupid shit. See, the thing is, I like drama if I'm looking for drama. I don't want drama as like, you know, when I'm trying to get something done and right. it's like distracting me. And I don't, I don't like, like fake drama. Like, I think a lot of those LK pop stuff, like they yeah, like they drama. obviously they obviously try to like turn some shit up, you know. But I just don't care. I just don't care. Like five pictures for this or teaser pictures. Like this could be like a whole after show. And it and it could be one of those things where it's like I just don't love things as much as some people love things now. But like I don't give no fucks about no goddamn teaser pics. Yeah. Like a teaser even, video, even maybe for, because you hear a little bit of the song. Like even even for my like my favorite groups, like for like Twice when they when they were coming back, we didn't look at a single teaser pic for them. Or like it's it's like it's like a movie poster. It's like sometimes in movie websites that I go to, they're like, "This is the first poster," and I'm like. Who the fuck cares? cares about fucking <laughs> posters? Who cares? Now, if I like the movie and I wanted that poster up in, in my background, like, okay, I kind of get yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. But like, okay, another tangent here. <laughs> Even though we're trying to end, yeah. that's like me and the people who just kind of buy albums of their favorite groups, right? For me, like, I have to listen to the album a few times. I have to really, really like it in order for me to buy it, like physically. Right. You're you don't you're not just blind supporting yeah anybody. Like if they're, if you're making a good product, I'll 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 support that product right but there's some people who just buy it just because like they haven't even heard it yet and they'll buy like 10 copies no that is literally how the k-pop market functions right it's like i was just talking to my my co-worker uh, my co-teacher who's like recently very obsessed with bts oh that shit and like in the latest bts album they do the thing where it's like every album comes with only either one picture of a person, but it's like a collect them all scenario. Like a photo card. Yeah, but it's like a collect them all kind of thing, right? Where, you know, you can buy four albums, but you may not get everybody. And so you got to buy a fifth one or a sixth one, right? It's random. That's how like SM and all those companies, they sell so many fucking copies. Right. And like she is is at least not crazy. She's like, I bought one. Like I want, she was like, I want any, I want anyone that's not Rap Monster. She's like, fuck (laughs) Rap Monster. Okay. She's like, that dude is a great rapper. He's uh, His lyrics are great, but his face no good. I don't want no fucking rap monster, right? And of course, the person she got was rap, rap monster, monster, right? The best. But she's like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to buy any more albums. But like okay. her students that she talks to a lot about BTS with, like some of these girls buy six to ten albums just to just get to all get these everyone. things. And this is before they've listened to all the songs. They, they just blind bought him. And I'm just like, like I, okay. The, Again, maybe I'm arguing against myself, but there are certain artists like directors or TV show writers that I will blind watch or pay pay to see their next thing. Because they haven't done something that has disappointed you. Right. And so different. maybe like if every BTS album, because that's the thing. I think to those people, every BTS album has been pure gold. Fire. Yeah, has been fire. fire. And so they they, they can blind by it, maybe, right? But Yeah. Uh, so so I can yeah. I guess kind of understand it. And they want to support these people, you know? So like I'm like, you yeah. know, if Aaron Sorkin makes anything ever mm. again, I'm gonna instantly I like you know how against spoilers I am. Like yes. there are like for example, I just watched Doctor Strange. I didn't even know who the main actress was gonna be in that movie. And when in the movie showed up and I was like, Oh shit, is notebook lady? Like I didn't know she's gonna be There's movie. No book lady. But like if I had even just seen a poster, I probably would have seen that. But like yeah. I'm so against spoilers, I don't 
I don't know who's going to be in it. I don't know any of the storylines. I really even wish I didn't even know who the actors were. Benedict Cumberbizzle? <laughs> but you got it. You, you, everyone knows the Cumberbatch, right? The Cumberbizzy. Um, Anyways. Korea loves. Everyone loves Sherlock. It's crazy to me. And so everybody knows. Rightfully so. Amazing series. Anyways, let's but wrap it up. But I think more people. Sorry. Let's wrap it I up. I think more people know about Sherlock not in America than America. Because I remember being in America and like nobody in the general populace that I talked to knew what the fuck that show was. But here you can talk to a random Korean girl and they'll be like, yeah, I know Sherlock. Yeah, I've seen Sherlock. And it's like, damn, girl, good, good on you. Good on you. All right, let's end it there. That's it for episode 102. We're going to have an after show next week. Once again, don't know what it's going to be. Maybe another producer spotlight. Maybe, maybe. Ching Chong Korea talk. Or maybe There's China America talk. China. I can't even do it. Peace. China. 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 It's going to be huge. Oh, we're going to hear a lot of that shit. In the next one.